Hello, and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White, filling in for David Kern, and today is Thursday, October 1st. And today I'm going to read for you a poem by Sir Walter Raleigh. Uh, He was born in about 1554. We're not exactly sure what year, but that's about right. And he lived until 1618. And so his uh, exciting life and career spanned uh, the reign of Queen Elizabeth and then also of King James I. So he lived in a very exciting time in English history and he lived a really brilliant life. He was known at the time as a military, political, and diplomatic genius, uh, and also an adventurer. He sailed in ships and did a lot of exploring when it was part of English culture to go to the new world, if you were an important kind of person. He was also a writer. He wrote history and poetry and was a very good poet. And today I'm going to read for you a poem called The Nymph's Reply to the Shepherd. And this is how it goes. If all the world and love were young, and truth in every shepherd's tongue, these pretty pleasures might me move to live with thee and be thy love. But time drives flocks from field to fold, when rivers rage and rocks grow cold, and Philomel becometh dumb, the rest complains of cares to come. The flowers do fade, and wanton fields to wayward winter reckoning yields, a honey tongue, a heart of gall, and fancies spring, but sorrows fall. Thy gowns, thy shoes, thy beds of roses, thy cap, thy kirtle, and thy posies, soon break, soon wither, soon forgotten, and folly ripe, and season rotten. Thy belt of straw and ivy buds, thy coral clasps and amber studs, all these in me no means can move, to come to thee and be thy love. But could youth last and love still breed, had joys no date, nor age no need, then these delights my mind might move to live with thee and be thy love. If you are a regular listener to the Daily Poem, you might recognize some references in the poem I just read to the one I read yesterday by Christopher Marlowe uh, from The Passionate Shepherd to His Love. Uh, And indeed, they are connected. This poem, The Nips Reply to the Shepherd by Sir Walter Raleigh, was a response poem written to respond to Christopher Marlowe's From the Passionate Shepherd to His Love. Uh, And you can hear that there's a, a... This is a reply of no. The nymph's reply to the shepherd is no, I will not live with you and be thy love. Uh, And her reasoning is that clearly she thinks that the shepherd is merely seducing her because he's attracted to her in time, because she's young and because she's beautiful and because she's inaccessible and uh, uh, because that is part of court tradition to seduce young ladies into bed. And uh, and it's part of the fun and the games of the court um, and of the society. Um, but the nymph wants none of it. She, she does not want it. She does not want his bed of roses, um, his gowns, shoes. She doesn't want uh, the frivolities and the vanities of seduction. But in the final stanza, she does lay out terms in which she would yield to him and be his love. And that is if his love would last, if he would commit to her, um, if, if the poem and the seduction and the game of love wasn't about youth and beauty and vanity um, and excitement. 
but was instead um, about permanence, had joys no date, nor age no need, then these delights my mind might move to live with thee and be thy love. Uh, so this particular poem, although they're written uh, two separate poets, um, and we don't know if they collaborated, probably not. We don't have any record of it either way. Uh, but this particular poem deepens and makes more nuanced uh, the first poem. And this was a court tradition at the time. Poets would write a poem and then another poet would respond to it. And this was part of what they did for fun. Um, and I particularly like the juxtaposition of these two poems together, Christopher Marlowe's more lighthearted appeal uh, that has more subtle hints of impermanence within it, as I talked about yesterday on the podcast. Um, you have to be paying attention to catch the, the, the nuance and the sadness and um, the impermanence in uh, Christopher Marlowe's poem, but in this poem, it's front and center. And this poem definitely deepens the contemplation of uh, the shallow and impermanent nature of a, sutta, of a seductor toward uh, the virgin that he is trying to lure. Um, and it, it, it lays bare the frivolity, the vanity, um, the emptiness of such a life, um, along with her own longing for something permanent and a desire to be loved for her own sake um, beyond uh, youth um, into enduring age and love. Uh, so here it is again, one more time. The nymph's reply to the shepherd. If all the world and love were young and truth in every shepherd's tongue, these pretty pleasures might me move to live with thee and be thy love. But time drives flocks from field to fold when rivers rage and rocks grow cold and Philomel becometh dumb. The rest complains of cares to come. The flowers do fade and wanton fields to wayward winter reckoning yields. A honey tongue, a heart of gall, and fancies spring, but sorrows fall. Thy gowns, thy shoes, thy beds of roses, thy cap, thy kirtle, and thy posies, soon break, soon wither, soon forgotten, and folly ripe, and reason rotten. Thy belt of straw and ivy buds, thy coral clasps and amber studs, all these in me no means can move to come to thee and be thy love. But could youth last and love still breed, had joys no date, nor age no need, then these delights my mind might move to live with thee and be thy love. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow with another poem.